0: to She's All Booked, a podcast for book lovers and avid readers. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm Alex. We're two cousins who are also best friends who love to read. Yeah. Chat about and analyze. Sometimes overanalyze. The books we're currently reading. Sometimes we're on the same page. And sometimes our pages differ. But either way, we always have an opinion about what we've read. By the way, we're real people with real families. So you may hear cats, dogs, birds, babies, or husbands. So enjoy the bonus material. Now let's
1: get booked. booked.
0: listeners stick around at the end of this episode for some bloopers and bonus content hey hey hey
1: listeners if you're enjoying our podcast please give us a five-star review on apple spotify or your preferred streaming service to help us reach more listeners and spread the word about our podcast hi everybody hi jess (laughs) welcome back
0: (laughs) hi alex welcome back everybody Another
1: potty so another potty episode so well we just talked about this but i did watch the barbie movie so just to update all of you guys and i did like it it was it was good it was really funny and it did have some really good feminist themes for anybody that is into that yeah i knew you would like it yeah And we did talk
0: about how we protested watching that for the longest time. Yeah. Because we we were so against it only because they kept throwing it in our face everywhere.
1: It was like, watch the Barbie movie. We were like, no. It was extremely highly marketed, just like fourth wing. And I was nervous.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But But it was worth the hype. If anybody hasn't seen it uh and you want that nostalgia if you're an 80s kid go for it yeah and there's, there's if um, you're not if you're a newer newer generation you might like it too there's a lot of good themes in
1: it yeah that's hilarious yeah I think that the nostalgia you'll pick up on if you grew up you know in 80s 90s but a newer generation I think would still appreciate the movie even if they don't understand some of the nods to to those throwbacks and stuff but it was good and had good music. The humor was really, really yeah. well done. And honestly, I like, the whole concept of the movie was really well done. I really enjoyed it.
0: I like how they threw in there the Barbies or the Kens from that were like discontinued. Yeah. Like special earring, magic earring Ken or something like yeah. that. And they were making fun of how they basically canceled Midge because she was mm-hmm.
1: weird because she was pregnant. Yeah. Because who <laughs> wants to play with a pregnant Barbie?
0: <laughs> it was weird. funny. Like poor Midge was just like waving. They were like, no, don't wave. It's too weird. She's too weird. <laughs> It is too
1: Uh, weird. Do you have any snacks
0: before we get again? I do, actually. Okay. So first of all, I'm angry with my snack, my snack, because I have, I was in the mood for cheddar sour cream. I got the baked ones. When I tell you I haven't had baked chips, like the baked ones in like over 10 years, I don't want them usually, but for some reason I was like, I need those. (laughs) Okay. I'm angry. Not only are they like marketed to be healthier, But they're naturally and artificially flavored, okay? If you get the simply ones, Mm. there's no artificial flavors. And no artificial dyes. Apparently, this one also has yellow number five, yellow number six. So I can't give these to my kid, all right? So I have to make sure that I eat them. (laughs) Okay. So he doesn't. Okay, <laughs> and that angers me. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, but yeah, I was angry about that. Usually, I get like the simply ones, and they have mm-hmm. none of that. And I took a chance on the on the bakes, and it was an incorrect chance. But anyway, okay, I have that long answer. Mm-hmm. And then I also am trying the pink apple and lemon polar seltzer today for oh, the first time. It's how is that? Damn good. Yeah, I, I really like these new flavors that they keep
1: coming out with. What is and it? I
0: still love it? the strawberry watermelon one. It's p- pink apple and what lemon? Pink Apple and Lemon Girl.
1: Interesting. It's delightful. Yeah. So
0: I really like it. And then I also, if that's not enough, (laughs) have a chai tea. Nice.
1: (laughs) I just have water and my water with my liquid IV today. No snacks. Had a big breakfast. I made us omelets. Actually, I made myself scrambled eggs. I made robin omelet. And I also made bacon. I know, mom, I shouldn't eat bacon. But I never make it. And I had it from, I don't know, I bought it at some point. I was like, I need to make this before it goes bad. So... Yeah, pigs so. are very intelligent. I know. I don't. I don't want to hear a lecture about it. I know. I like a three year old. I, I didn't. My mom, I just, my mom tells I just me they're
0: very intelligent.
1: Yeah, my mom tells me all the time. But I mean, it was good. It was very <laughs> filling, so I'm not hungry, but I am very thirsty, which is why I have my liquid IV. <laughs> You're a thirsty bitch. I am thirsty. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to tell you about this hot chocolate dip that my friend Jen mm-hmm. made. So I went and hung out with my friend Jen and my friends Jen and Gina. Last weekend, I don't even remember when it was. Last last Sunday, Aunt Gina. And <laughs> if you were with
0: us last season, you know what that reference is. So if you don't, it's when we did that uh theatrical read and we just decided to name the person that was Gina Gina. That's all yeah.
1: anyway. <laughs> it's <laughs> anyway, she had a really nice spread of food and everything, but for dessert, she made this hot chocolate dip. It was Cool Whip with a couple packets of hot chocolate mix, just mixed together. And she threw in some mini marshmallows and she served it with graham crackers. And it was so freaking good. And I haven't stopped thinking about it since. Wow. I know because I want it. I want it. I can't, I can't and I shouldn't, but I want it. And it was just such a delight. And I just wanted to share that because it was so good. And also just as a nod to our Books with Cooks, it's something I probably would have brought up at some point. So I just wanted to, to update yeah. you and the peeps about it. And if you're interested in trying it, I highly, highly recommend.
0: Yeah, I told you I don't really love Cool uh, Cool Whip. Cool Whip. <laughs> Uh, but, but I do, I do think that sounds freaking amazing and I would try it in some other capacity maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I, I mean, I have all the things if I make a homemade whip, whip, yeah whip, but it sounds really freaking good. Yeah. It was a delight. I've never heard it. of such a thing. Hot chocolate yeah. dip. I was like, excuse me.
1: Yeah. It was so good. What did you just say to me, <laughs> it wasn't super like, sweet too, which is what I liked about it. It was, you know, it was a little sweet obviously, but it wasn't like super, I super tasted sweet.
0: tasted like hot chocolate. Yeah, kinda. It and was so amazing. Why A, it's called hot chocolate tip. Yeah. And B, <laughs> you liked it because we love hot chocolate.
1: <laughs> I love hot chocolate.
0: Yeah. And we always think of the
1: hot chocolate. The hot chocolate. Yes. No other hot chocolate obviously will ever compare to that, apparently. No, it was the best hot chocolate I've ever had and will ever have. I've already predicted for the rest of my life. Shout out, shout out to Chocello. What up, Torcello? Yeah. In Italy. Uh, If anybody's planning a trip to Italy, you're going to Venice and you want to take a trip to one of the islands there, Torcello, get yourself some hot chocolate because it was the best goddamn hot chocolate we've ever
0: had. (laughs) And let me tell you, that's the island that people don't necessarily go to. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't have gone there because everybody goes to the one that makes the glass blowing. Murano and... uh, Murano. And and the Murano Murano one that has like all the cute little colored houses and the laces and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. People usually just go to those two and skip the others. But I had actually, so random, uh, I had actually gone to my ENT, <laughs> an ear, nose, throat doctor, like two months before me and Alex went there. And I was telling him we were going because he goes all the time. And he was like, oh, my God, you need to go to Torchello. It's like the best island in the world there. He's like, nobody goes there. I was like, OK. So yeah. I added it to our little thing. And he was correct, because yeah. had we not, we wouldn't have realized that that is where the best hot chocolate ever is. Apparently. Yeah. And they also
1: had goats and sheep. Yes, and I know. Little I, was, animals. I was playing.
0: I was rubbing on their little heads and stuff. They were so yeah. friendly and cute.
1: Yeah, it was nice. I want to go back
0: there. I know, me too. <laughs> and there was so much. First of all, well, it was a little island. They had like a museum. We didn't go to that. There's yeah. other things to do there that we just didn't see. And you fell in love with a little puppy, like a doggy there. A little Jack Russell. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. I got like the prettiest rosary beads there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that place. <laughs> Updates or anything? Well, yeah, I'm halfway through on uh, Ruthless Vows. Okay. Uh, one thing exciting happened so far. I'm not going to say.
1: Yeah, don't spoil.
0: <laughs> I, I won't. But one thing actually was
1: entertaining
0: and very exciting. Okay. we well, Otherwise- halfway
1: through and there was one exciting thing.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, like there was one scene where I was like, ooh,
1: and then that was it. Yeah. Yeah. So right. we'll see. <laughs> I'll be starting that in a few days. I'm going to start Remarkably Bright, Bright Creatures tonight. Yay! Yeah, and the frozen river. I'm gonna start as well. I think so. remarkably
0: bright. You won't be able to put down, so you'll be you'll go through that pretty fast.
1: I I'm, I have a feeling I'm gonna read that quickly. Yeah,
0: and I then, was fully invested in those characters, so yeah.
1: I have a feeling ruthless vows will be a pretty quick read too, even though it might be a little boring from what I'm hearing. But I think it'll, I think her writing is like easy to read. So it's not something I'm expecting to be like, wait, what's going on? The Frozen okay. River, I don't know anything about Ariel Lohan. Right. So I don't know, hopefully. I start that next, yeah. yeah. I'm excited to read that. It
0: looks like it's going to be really good. Yeah. And interesting. I don't know, she just seems like Basically, she's going to unlock some mysteries for a town. And I like shit like that. So we'll see.
1: Yeah. Plus,
0: she finds a frozen body. All I know about is that she finds a frozen body in a river. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I think it's a mystery, a historical fiction type of mystery. Yeah, it's a
0: historical mystery is what it's listed as, which I never heard of that genre. But okay, I'm down for it.
1: Yeah. I I, I, I feel like historical fiction just means that it takes place in the past. And it's mostly just going to be a mystery. That takes yeah. place, like, I don't know what decade it takes place in, maybe the 40s or something. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. No,
0: it, it's, uh, I think it's like 1780 or something. Oh, shit. Really? Something really back in the day. Either oh. that or that's when the body was in the river. Was just, okay. <laughs> I'm not sure. I just know it's it's got like some kind of old school vibe. Huh. Okay. By the way, for anybody who didn't know, uh, and now you do, just so you know, we did start a new book club. I'm sure if you do know already that you've heard this 10 times, and I'm sorry. But hey, we started a new book club. (laughs) Yay, it's called No Shelf Control. And our first book that we're reading is uh, for this month is by Ariel Lohan, like we've been saying, The Frozen River. And we are going to give you a little update. We are going to, since the month is running out already, can't believe that, how fast this month went but we're thinking of doing something next week. So maybe we'll have something simultaneously come out on Wednesday. We are going to be airing uh, the book of the month. So perhaps we'll have a mini-sode, our first little mini-sode about the book for the book book club for this month. And they'll be pretty short, but just a little summary for you and uh basically what we do already with our summaries, but that'll be our episode. So if you are reading along with us, you'll want to have that done by the 31st. And uh, we may or may not come out with some kind of uh, maybe a TikTok live on it or so. If we
1: do, we're planning to probably do that on the 30th, but we'll let yes. you guys know on TikTok when that'll be. And yeah. definitely keep a lookout for a little mini. So like Jess said, on the 31st, it won't be super long. We'll release it uh, simultaneously, probably with the book of the month.
0: Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll let you know exactly when we know for sure what time that should be around. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what time we have. To oh, for about.
1: the for the TikTok live. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, for for anything TikTok related, we'll post that on TikTok. And, you know, maybe we'll throw a mention in, uh, you know, in the next episode or something. But if you're looking for updates for for TikTok, you can find that all on TikTok. Yep. And remember,
0: we changed our name. So it's She's Old Booked Podcast on TikTok. So I looked it up and it is
1: it's 1748. Oh, so, ah. sorry. 1789 in Maine. Told you. Yes. Yeah. And it says that it's based or I'm sorry, inspired by the life and diary of Martha Ballard, who is oh, a renowned so a true century story. midwife. Yeah. She defied the legal system and wrote herself into American history. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. I like it. Feeling yeah. That.
0: Yeah. All right. Cool. I'm excited about that book. Yeah. And then next month we have like all awesome books that I'm excited about as, as well. Yeah. So yay. But we're not yeah. going to tell you yet because we change our mind every day. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh so let's uh, let's go over our questions for this episode. Okay. Uh obviously if you heard our Tuesday episode, if you didn't go check it out, we read Dark Matter by Blake Crouch. Uh Dark Matter, not my favorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, if you want to go read that, we'll try not to do many spoilers in this episode. i are just going to have some fun with the book, but you might want to read that uh, before you get to our spoiler section on Tuesday's episode, if that's something you want to read. Otherwise, we're going to try to stick themed with the book as usual. So our first question, Alex, if you could travel to an alternate
1: reality, would you? Yeah, I think I'd check it out. Why not? As long as I could come back. I, I think it would be interesting to see alternate realities, right? I think that would yeah. be fun. No. I, I like my reality. All right. That's fine. I mean, I'm not saying I don't like my reality, but I think I would just I be curious. <laughs> yeah, I would be curious to see. I mean, after this book, what if I can't get back? You know? Yeah. Well, that's the caveat. I would have to be able to come back whenever I want. I wouldn't have to be a hassle. It was just be like, oh, let me go see what that's like. And then I'm going to go home. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So
0: uh, obviously, if there was some kind of AI program that you could just jump into and you would do that because you get to be somebody else for an hour go into a different version of yourself for an hour or something like that and at least you know at the end you come back (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, otherwise if it was this exact machine kiss my ass I'm not going in that box
1: I would go in the box as long as I could get back you know Mm -hmm. like the box stays and I get back in the box and I come home I, I wouldn't mind actually going I think that would be really cool to see what a different reality would look like not just for me but just in general for the world as a as a whole what's in the box (laughs) box? if you were being chased by multiple versions of yourself from different realities what would you do
0: (laughs) i would fucking run to the doctor immediately and be like check my head
1: (laughs) this is something wrong something wrong with me yeah what's happening to me I think bad. I think that I would gather them all for a meeting and I'd sit down and I would pull a multiplicity on them. And I'd be like, all right, listen, you're going to be from now on forevermore. You will be work, Alex, and you will be the Alex that goes to work for me. And you this are is going. Multi- yeah, this is multiplicity. These multiplicity. Clones, I don't hear so yourself. I, no, I'm telling you that I would have a meeting with all of my different that's versions weird. of myself. And I would say. If we're all going to exist in this reality, this is the plan. And you're either going to get on board or I'm going to send you back to your reality. And okay, But if you were one of the alternate reality Alex's,
0: would you be like, yes, I'll gladly go to work for you? No, you would protest that shit.
1: Maybe and I would. Like and then you got out of line one day. Fine. Then they're going back. That's I, I run a tight ship. Anybody that has been supervised by me, I'm very strict. So you're either going to get on board and you're going to fulfill your duties or you're going to have to say goodbye. And that's going to move that's it. That is what it is. Okay. Hey, Linda. <laughs> you're a bitch. Uh, <laughs> hey, Linda. You're a bitch. <laughs> I run a very tight ship. I do. I do. Okay. <laughs> all right. So the Can other I Alex's, first my... of all, I, I like structure. So I'm going to assume that my other versions of myself also appreciate structure. That means there's like mega, mega, mega spreadsheets, spreadsheets Alex. Yes. Yes, we would all have a spreadsheet. I'd be like, this is the itinerary for today. Oh my God, we would show up at like, you know, Easter or something with the
0: family and be like, all right, here's the a spreadsheet for the day.
1: I would flip <laughs> out. I would hate that one.
0: I'd be like, no, no, I want Alex back. I don't know who you are. She'd no. be like, well, there's reasons, there's ways we can get Alex back, but let me get my spreadsheet for
1: that. The, the me, me <laughs> version would still do all the fun stuff. I would still go to our family functions. I would still- hang out with my friends i'd still do the podcast and read books and stuff i know but if if you were sick and you wanted to send a replacement (laughs) oh i am so sick today you need to go for me (laughs) that's actually not a bad idea oh oh my god on the days that i'm sick from work you would have events i don't want to go to alex yeah i 100 i was going to say that before books i I don't want to finish alex yeah that's 100 (laughs) true or even like books that i don't want to read but i'm curious about you can read that one alex five i don't like you Jesus, is this five of you? I don't know. There's a whole bunch of them chasing oh, us. That's scary. She has like
0: 27. I could sense it.
1: She was like, <laughs> no, mm, I would never, that. you know, for a fact that I would never choose an odd number.
0: That would freak me out. Because every time you would come on here, I'd be like, all right, is it really you? And then I would have to ask you questions about our past and your childhood. And you would probably know them all, no matter which one you were,
1: which is scary. I'd have to, we'd all have to get a tattoo and like right on our wrist and with a number. So it'd yeah, be like, fine. yeah, number one, number two. <laughs>
0: Number three. Yeah. Until one of them gets crazy and like chops off your arm that says original and then comes over here and is like, Hi, it's me. And I'm like, it's not you. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I be so
1: evil? I don't think any versions of myself. Uh, there was evil descents. Okay. Well, I had an issue evil with chasins. that. I had an issue with that, you know, because they seen the worst. It didn't make sense. Some of it didn't make sense.
0: (sighs) None of it made sense. All right. None of it made sense. All right. Mm -hmm. If you were forcibly removed
1: from your family, what would you do to get back to them? Or is there anything you wouldn't do? Hmm. I mean, I think I would do everything in my power to get back. I don't know. I, I don't think I'd kill somebody to get back. But I mean, who knows? I guess on what the situation is, if they're trying to kill me and they're in my way of getting back and they're trying to kill me then maybe I don't know I don't I'm not sure I'm not sure what I wouldn't do to get back to my family because I would want to get back right obviously I mean what kind of person would be like I wouldn't want to get back and some miserable people out there dude. some people that are like finally <laughs> my, my day has come <laughs> oh my god oh wow
0: uh, like that, the mother from Kramer versus Kramer, that movie from the 80s. Yeah. Has she, she like just- ran away and then she, she just comes back randomly and is like, I want my son. It's like, yeah. oh, where are you? Yeah. <sighs> All right. We're looking at you, Meryl. All right. Anyway, <laughs> 80s Meryl. Yeah. Uh, of course I would. Of course I would want to get back to them if I was forcibly removed. Who's forcibly removing me? I'm going to analyze the shit out of this question because who's doing this?
1: Well, Who are you? Is it me? Is it a version of me? Yeah, it's us from another reality. We're getting, all right, well, then
0: we're getting versions, destined. All right, well, then Jess too is going down. Uh, <laughs> she's going down, okay? And is there anything you wouldn't do? I mean, I would love to tell you that I wouldn't be a psycho like those other ones yeah. in the book. Uh, but, you know, if somebody forcibly removed me from my family and was pretending to be me, like an imposter, that would creep me out. I I would have to save my family. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question in a sane way.
1: Yeah. Without sound, sure. without sounding like somebody has to call the cops on us, yeah. Yeah, I mean,
0: would I go absolutely John Wick? Possibly
1: to get back <laughs> to my family.
0: Okay. Possibly, yes. That's all. Do I get to train with Keanu Reeves? I don't. And maybe it would take a little longer.
1: I don't know why you <laughs> would train. <laughs> I, with but I mean, does he does his own stunts, Alex. Okay, you could, you could go out and find it. Does he really? I didn't. I did not know that. But yeah, yeah he's you, wonderful. You can make it a point to go out and find him. This is this will be your ninja origin story where you you travel. You're removed from your home. You have to travel across a vast, uh, a vast land to find the great fighter, Keanu Reeves. And you'll train with him and there'll be a nice montage. And then Mm -hmm. we'll see you coming back and fighting off all these whoever you need to fight to return to your family. It's like Taken and John Wick all kind of like meshed into one with some also, you know, ninja. Stuff, and like Kill obviously Bill. Obviously, Matrix. Obviously.
2: Sure. Sure. Yes. Okay. I know Kung Fu. Show me. All right. I, well, I do
0: like this version of myself. That was fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yes, I would do that. I wouldn't. I couldn't, but I would. <laughs> yeah, this vers
0: that version of myself not only trains with Keanu Reeves, but then goes into another room and trains Kill Bill style and gets <laughs> my own samurai sword. And then goes into the next room and some reason creepy Tom Cruise is there, and I'm training with him because he does all his own stunts too.
3: Yeah,
0: I watched something the other day with him, and I was like, hate him or love him, because I was mm-hmm. like, eh, he's an alien. Um, hate him or love him, and this, you know, he's got balls for doing this. And he was he was jumping off of a cliff six times in one day to get a five second shot for a movie. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, wow, that's pretty badass. Yeah, you know, but he he still has to step on a stool because he's five. Oh, but. stop. Um, anyway, he's he's an alien, people. He's a little green alien under a suit. Oh, okay. stop. Leave Tom Cruise alone. He's creepy. Did you not see the South Park episode? I did see the South Park come episode. Come on, they
3: know. Dad,
4: Tom Cruise won't come out of the closet. What? Tom Cruise locked himself in my closet. He won't come out.
3: Mr. Cruise? Mr. Cruise, come out of the closet. No. Come on, Mr. Cruise. This is ridiculous.
4: I'm never coming out.
3: What did you say to him?
4: I just told him I thought Napoleon Dynamite guy a better actor than he is. Oh, boy.
0: (laughs) By the way, speaking of South Park, you said the word montage. And every time I think of two things, two things, whenever I hear the word montage. One, I think of the song from Team America. We need a montage. (laughs)
1: Because
0: it's hilarious. (laughs) That's number one. Number two, I immediately think of the movie Hot Rod when he's doing that like (laughs) montage moment where he's like dancing in the woods yeah. and he's like smoking a cigarette or drinking a beer and then falling down the hill for 20 minutes that's hilarious that <laughs> might fun. be cinematically one of the best comedy scenes of all time
1: the fall down the hill gets me every time every it's time never I mean. not funny
0: <laughs> it just doesn't end like he said yeah. in in an interview that he wanted it to be the longest fall of tv <laughs> history so it just keeps going and going but he's like doing these sound effects it's like oh oh, oh. <laughs> it's just hilarious it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: oh
1: first time i've seen this i was like what am i watching right I know. now I, know. I can't look away <laughs> it's really good go
0: see it uh <laughs> i made alex watch that movie one day she had yeah. no idea what she was walking into or what to expect and half the time she was just like what am i watching what is this
1: i was like it's good just watch it <laughs> i love that movie yeah it's good All right. Well, if you could create the box from dark matter, would you? And do you think it already exists? No. That's like should we 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 can create
0: AI but should we? Hell no. Okay. I've seen those movies, okay? But do I think it really exists? Hell yeah, I do. Okay. And that's just not being me, uh being a conspiracy theorist, okay? There's a lot of shit that they have that we just don't know about. Think about it. We've had the same iPhone for 20 years. What are you talking if, about? There's advances in technologies they just won't let us have it. That's and an it's a good problem. reason. That's and, an sh- Apple sh- problem. Sh- sh- don't don't <laughs> be anti-Apple on me today. I'm not in the mood, all right?
1: Okay.
2: Android?
0: <laughs> All I know is, it definitely exists. There's some creepy, crazy things technologically that exist that would blow your mind if you knew about it. And some dude, I don't remember his name, but he was like a military dude or some important guy from the '60s said that everything you can think of, scientifically, uh, you know, sci-fi whatever technologically they already have it like so what does that mean somebody had asked him oh like time travel he's like anything you could think of
1: all right so why wouldn't it exist mm-hmm. that's all all right well if you think it exists what what do you think they're using it for to mess with me every day probably <laughs>
0: They're going in there and every day I wake up and I'm like, why do I have these weird memories? You know, deja vu. It's just to mess with you. To mess with us all. Okay, you know, that deja vu feeling like uh, Mm. one time I was going down a street and I was like, I feel like I've been here before. (laughs) But I didn't remember being there before, but probably was. Okay, It's of them. No, I'm just kidding. I don't
1: know all right well i have opposite (laughs) answers would i create the box if i could yeah a i'd make a shit ton of money b i think it would be cool to see a different reality i think that that's interesting do i think it already exists no i don't but Uh, would you be surprised if you found that it was yeah i would they have invisible ships in the sky they
0: have invisible things for the military, where soldiers are invisible. If they can figure shit out like that, they could do something okay. like this.
1: Making things appear invisible is a lot different. It's a, it's a fusion. For, first, you have to subscribe to the idea that alternate realities exist, which I don't believe they do, and you need to believe that we can travel to an alternate reality. So, I, well, I don't think it's possible for me personally. Well, so. Stranger Things is allegedly based off of a theory
0: about some kids in the 80s that were underground, which I don't want to know about that because that's probably real. But they were like doing testings on these kids or whatever. And supposedly a portal was opened. So if that's the case, that could be another dimension, which kind of plays on the idea of alternate realities, because maybe there's different dimensional reality us's. I don't know.
1: I I don't know. My mind can't wrap around it and it doesn't like it. I do think that experiments were probably done on children and it probably broke their psyches. And they probably came out of that thinking that they saw another dimension. I 100% believe that humans could do that to other humans. Oh, absolutely. But I don't, I, I just don't believe in that crimes and it crimes against humanity are very real, but I don't want to go there right now. Yeah, but if you know if it does exist, I would be surprised and I would be interested in it. I think it would be very cool. I just of I personally don't believe in it. Alex would be like, I want to go with the Volunteer's Tribute! I volunteer! I volunteer! I volunteer's tribute! <laughs> oh, only if i could come back you're not telling me that if you could either time travel like go back and see what no. the world looked like when dinosaurs were around you wouldn't want to see no, that i don't want to get chased by a t-rex i'm good who you said you're gonna get you got to learn how to hide where your camouflage all right where am i hiding <laughs> i've seen jurassic park it doesn't end well Okay. OK, well, you know what? There's a lot of trees back there. I'd like to see what the planet looked like before humans came okay. and destroyed it. All right.
0: Well, let me remind you, though, that Alan Grant and all of them escaped the island of Jurassic Park because they had a helicopter, which won't exist back then. How are you, you now? But you can come back. What if what I'm came? saying? What if what I'm if C-Rex's fat foot, giant foot? steps on your vials of crap that you need to get back with
1: well then I so think, be it yeah, but, then things I guess, happen. but i guess i'm gonna become a dinosaur person okay what we're gonna come find you and you're gonna be like ah. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe riding on a Tyrannosaurus back yeah I'm <laughs> gonna, you guys there's no dragons guys i'm gonna have to befriend the nice dinosaurs and we're gonna have to fight the bad dinosaurs i'm gonna conquer the dinosaur universe and then you guys are gonna come back and i okay. be like queen of the dinosaurs all right all right all right sure yeah. All right. Let's get into our rapid fire round. <laughs> you just crap all over my dreams. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> your dreams of riding a pterodactyl. Oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. I would love to ride a pterodactyl. Being stranded
0: in the land of the lost, over so there. So
1: you know how much fun it would be? I'd be like, jess I'm coming over tomorrow at five and you'll just see me roll up on a pterodactyl. No, I'd, I'd, I'd like, probably not parking that thing in front of my house. I'd probably get there so fast <laughs> I would park it on the roof. It would land on your I chimney. It would rush through my house. It would not. They're not that big are you kidding me they were ginormous they were dinosaurs bro. They, they'll have gentle gentle claws i'll teach gentle them, my ass i'll teach i'll teach it gentle claws like i teach my cats gentle paws. All, right. uh, all right oh okay
0: Pterodactyl whisperer over here
1: <laughs> the all rapid right. fire for today is people
0: that need to crouch around us <laughs> yes just probably ourselves <laughs> uh <laughs> i'm gonna throw up two minutes on the clock And we are just going to shout out whatever comes to mind, which, as you can already tell, will probably be a continuation of the conversation we were just having. So (laughs) are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, as am I. So three, two, one, go. People that need to crouch around around us. Balake. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Blake Crouch. Colleen Hoover and Rebecca
0: Yaros. Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. After the second book. We emma to
1: crouch emma roberts and kristen
0: Stewart. Emma <laughs> Roberts. i mean I, I don't wish her any ill will i just want to be she doesn't have to crouch around me I just when i see her i want to be like stop acting just stop it <laughs> okay. stop making movies uh you'll never be your aunt ever just stop okay? okay but my dad was an actor no he wasn't he was also eaten on south park all right i'm done eat
3: eric roberts
1: yes uh, of course nobody gives a shit about eric roberts all right uh, animal abusers oh child, pedophiles. Child of pure, yeah child abusers yep. anybody
0: crimes against humanity people all sure. people like that rapists yes murderers yeah unless you know in self-defense that doesn't count
1: <laughs> okay um jason desson <laughs> anybody from <that laughs> all, book? all yes. of the all of the jason dessons <laughs> <laughs> the people who
0: thought Waterworld, the movie was a good idea uh what what, what were you guys thinking
1: I never saw that don't watch it it's been described to me and I was like what
0: (laughs) it's terrible also Kevin Costner not the best actor overrated overrated
1: all right I don't have a problem with Kevin cost oh she she got insulted all right I'm not Uh, (laughs) I know you love Nick Cage he doesn't need to crouch around me though because I find him funny I think Nick Cage is hilarious um, who else needs to crouch around us? There's some people that I won't mention that need to
0: crouch around yeah. us, but I won't give them the satisfaction. So. There,
1: there's some real life people that need to crouch around me, but I won't name them, right? And some people who recently wrote memoirs that just really <laughs> need to crouch.
0: Uh, <laughs> okay, that's it. <laughs> Time's up. Oh, okay, that went fast. <laughs> yeah, well, there was a lot of people I could have rambled off with, but yeah. I chose not to.
1: Yeah, oh. I, I know exactly what you're thinking.
0: Oh, yeah. After a while, I was getting literal stumped uh, because <laughs> I was like, I, I don't want to mention those people because I'm not mentioning you. You know who you are. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we covered all the, the, the major.
1: Yeah. Basics. Yeah. The major names that should crouch around us. <laughs> That's right.
0: All right. It's word of the day. It's Word of the day. Yes. Word of the day. Yes. Word of the
1: day. <laughs> Word to your mother. All
0: right. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> Alex is definitely in timeout. First timeout of the season. Oh, no. So uh, our word of the day today is... Oh, God. Schmaltzy. <laughs> schmaltzy. 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 It's spelled, <laughs> it's spelled S-C-H-M-A-L-T-Z-Y. It is an adjective and it is pronounced schmaltzy. As in vision. Okay. Schmaltzy. It means overly sentimental, especially with regard to music or art, tastelessly overdone, which reminds me of like tacky, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. An example would be, although Libby loved her great grandfather, she found his schmaltzy taste in music hard to
1: bear. Okay. So don't listen to his music then, girl. I know. Well, she probably didn't have a choice because it was her grandpa probably just playing. All right, I don't know why I'm giving this. Look, character her, a,
0: why is, a backstory. Her name is Libby?
1: Libby? I know. Oh. It reminds me of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. You remember that show? Yes, of course. You remember Libby? Yeah. Um, so I have an example for this book. Blake Crouch wrote a schmaltzy love story between Jason and Daniela.
0: Yes. Very ick. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> very
0: ick. I will say that. Uh, since we were talking about it before, we went to see some really amazing historical cathedrals and stuff like that. Although I will say the taste of that time today in a modern world is a little schmaltzy. OK, all right. You know, not necessarily the drawings of the paintings on the on the roofs and stuff like that. That's pretty cool. No,
1: you're you don't talking about do all, the, like all the gold. Just and the stuff. Gaudy,
0: yeah, yeah, overdone stuff. Yeah. Things like that.
1: All right. Well, here's some trivia about the word schmaltzy. It first appeared in 1934 from the Yiddish word schmaltz, which means rendered chicken fat or literally rendered fat. Okay. <laughs> <But> <laughs> the word is informally applied to anything overly sentimental or corny. Oh, okay. so so sometimes dads tell schmaltzy jokes. Right. Or old <laughs> movies that we find amazing and yeah. nostalgic
0: today may seem schmaltzy.
1: S- super schmaltzy. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Especially uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, which I watched again recently. I love Did that you? Movie so much. It's so old. Yeah. Uh, but it's very schmaltz. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so that was good, funny, though. though. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. There's your word of the day. Try to use it if you can. And I think I will. I think I'll start using this word. I kind of like it. Of schmaltzy. Do. Don't be so schmaltzy. Don't be such a schmaltz. Yeah. Every time Rob tells me a dad joke, I'm going to tell him it's schmaltzy. And he's going to yeah. be like, what is that?
0: Uh, <laughs> what is that? I word? like I like to shorten my words. So this is going to turn into a noun for me.
1: Yeah. You're a schmaltz. (laughs) Definitely. You're being a real schmaltz. A a schmaltz dog instead of like a corn dog. All right. Uh, You ain't nothing but a schmaltz dog. (laughs) Oh my God. While you're trying to improve your vocabulary with the word of the day, you can also use this speech series to enhance your, your other speech. So instead of saying exaggerate, you can say embellish. So for example, Jess will exaggerate the number of times she uses the word schmaltz in the next (laughs) week. And instead we can say, Jess will embellish the number of times she will say schmaltz in
0: the next week. It it makes it sound so much classier. So much. Yeah. I love it. You can insult somebody, but sound really classy and they won't even know. Yeah. You can be like, Oh, John, you're such an embellisher. Oh, thank (laughs) you. But really, you know, you're insulting them. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You embellish so. (laughs) I love it. I think embellish might be one of my favorite words. I do use it often.
1: I don't really use this word a lot, but I do use exaggerate quite a bit. So I'm going to have to I'm going to have to start changing it up, enhancing my speech. I actually have a fun fact about the word exaggerate. In what? high school, I was texting my boyfriend at the time, and I said something about exaggerate. And he was like, what is that word? What What is that? That's not a word. And I was like, okay. And we broke up shortly after. So. Wow. <laughs> That's like
0: Doug and the reindeers,
1: but we what? didn't break up.
0: Reindeers? Yeah, when I first met Doug, I think on one of our first dinner dates, uh, we had a conversation about a uh, deer, and I said something, blah, 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 reindeer, and he was like, Reindeers aren't real; they're only Santas. And I was like, "No, no, 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 <laughs> no, no!" I was like, "Reindeer are real; they're a different class of deer."
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and he was like, "He's like, no, they're fa- fantasy Santa." I was like, "No, actually, you're incorrect." Oh God, <laughs> you are incorrect. Uh, but anyway, fun conversation, amazing memory, still with him. <laughs> <laughs> And do I use that all the time against him? Of course I do. Every <laughs> Christmas it's brought up. Every Christmas. That's amazing. Not j- reindeer. Not just for Santa. <laughs> That's hilarious. Next time you see him, tell him reindeer are real. Okay. <laughs> oh,
1: <no>. All right. <laughs> all right.
0: Let's talk about what the people thought, because you know what we thought, yeah. about Dark Matter. So we're going to give you our uh, one star and five star reviews that we found. So, Alex, hit us with your one
1: star. All right. This person said, Uh, if you picked this up because the science fiction aspect of the premise interests you, don't bother. If you're even halfway decent at solving mysteries, don't bother. <laughs> if you're a feminist, don't bother. This nope. one reminded me of you. Yeah. She said, I've never read anything so male centric, so predictable and without even a lick of science considering its science fiction premise. It's only getting one star because I do believe the writer has a good way with words when he bothers writing full paragraphs rather than easy to skim one-liners. I feel like you could have written Did that. I write this? I, <laughs> I feel that person to my core. I know. <laughs> it, that was me. It had to be. As soon oh as my, I saw I, it, I was like, I have to use this one because it sounds like Jess. Wait, down to the one-liners. I this know. Person, this person had
0: the same reading experience as me. That's me. <laughs> I love that person. Hey, whoever you are, I love you. It's <laughs> <laughs> like my book soulmate, if there was such a thing. Yeah. All right. So I found um, a really quick one star review, and then I'm going to read my own, which was a two star, but it originally was a one star. So it kind of yeah. satisfies. Um, <laughs> and that one that just sounded like me kind of made me want to revert it back to one star. <laughs> but anyway, this okay. person says thanking God that's over. That was a one star. Thanking God that. Okay.
1: OK, that was that was the whole review. That
0: was the whole review. Oh, okay. and I agree with that also. Okay. Uh, so here's my review. It's very, very long. I'm not going to read the whole thing uh, because it has spoilers a little bit in it, but I will say a little bit of it. And it says, I rarely write reviews, but felt compelled to write this one for this book. I feel this book hates women. Uh, this is the most male centric book I've read in a while. Same same term and everything she said. Storytelling yeah. was terrible. Call me crazy, but I actually prefer reading full sentences. This felt like a mashup of parts of different sci-fi movies I've watched with the same plot, but the author just changed bits and pieces to sound more scientific instead. And honestly, it made it confusing and boring to read about, in my opinion. It was dragged out and predictable. The main character was insufferable and none of it made sense. So there's more to it that I'm not going to say, but that really sums up my feelings (laughs) right there. Yeah, yeah. There you go. All All right. right. What's your five star? Because apparently there are people that really thought this was the best book ever.
1: Yeah, there were quite a bit uh, of reviews raving about this book. So this person said, Even though this book is science fiction, it reads like a thriller. It's fast-paced and relentless in its drive to propel the plot forward. The action never stops and the intensity just builds and builds. Every time I think I've got a grip on what's going on and where the story is headed, something happens that I didn't see coming. This book is the rare one that's got something for everyone. It mixes together a variety of genres, science fiction, thriller, suspense, mystery and romance. And it does so seamlessly. Eh. Eh. And I don't know. You win nothing. You lose. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, right?
3: So you get nothing. You lose.
1: Good day, sir. I was uh Billy Madison. No, no, what is it? No, Chalk, Choc- uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory.
0: Oh, okay. He's like, You get nothing, yeah, you lose, sir. <laughs> I love that. Oh. <laughs> but also, yes, I feel the same way that that person is wrong. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, this is the five star review I have. Uh, it says, Final thoughts on dark matter by Blake Grouch. One, uh, why are there only five stars? This is a one million star book. Oh, okay, really this have you ever read any other books was this Mm -hmm. your first book that you read (laughs) two what in the actual fuck did i just read so you don't even know what you read yeah and you're like millions of stars (laughs) jeez okay three i can't actually review this because no reader deserves to have any part of this given away but all i want to do is talk about this book but you don't because you're not and four (laughs) this review is so like nonsensical here yeah Uh, if you're looking at this book absolutely do not go looking for spoilers or other reviews that might give anything away just read it go in with a clean slate without any knowledge of what's to come it's an insane ride from start to finish what i'll say is that my heart was really and actually pounding the entire time i read this this is a wholly original no unique and truly phenomenal story why possibly the most spectacularly singular story i've ever read wow this one This 10,000% lives up to the hype and everyone should read this. Holy freaking moly.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: I'm convinced that that person was either high or drunk. Okay. (laughs) uh, Has never read another book in her lifetime. Like this was her (laughs) first book ever. Yeah. Uh, Never read another thriller, for sure. This was definitely the only thriller she's ever read. Yeah. And she
1: definitely doesn't watch movies. The fact that she considers it to be very unique is very interesting because it's not it's not unique. It's there's there's nothing really that you haven't (laughs) seen before in this book for the most Uh, part. uh, The most alarming
0: thing in that whole thing was that she gave it a million stars. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And she's never read another book in her
0: life. Either that or every book that she has in her possession is in a, in a language she doesn't understand and she can't physically read. Uh, okay. And this was the first one in English that she's received. Okay. That's it. <laughs> I can't possibly think of a, a, why this woman w- would give that a million stars, but good for her. <laughs> good for her. Good for, yeah. We're happy right? that
1: people enjoy it. Yeah, we're
0: happy for you, but here's just what we think. We disagree with you. <laughs> yeah, what we think, okay? <laughs> Dark Matter. It's the family man, but reversed. Literally. jess and alex but mostly jess because alex never seen the family man
1: yeah come for the premise stay for the schrodinger's cat of it all jess and alex
0: (laughs) i hate that experiment yeah
1: uh blake crouch
0: writes a novel with prose and characters as interesting as lint on a rock (laughs) (laughs) jess and alex
1: (laughs) jason is mad because jason too told their mom that he sent him to an alternate reality but it's actually jason three and thirteen Find out more in Dark Matter if you're not already confused as fuck. <laughs> Jess and Alex.
0: <laughs> hey, do you love cliche stories
1: and hate women? We love Dark Matter. That's just me. That's just. <laughs> Is that an alternate reality traveling box in your pocket? Or are you just glad to see me? Read Dark Matter to find out. Jess and Alex. Don't need to read a book with
0: full sentences? This one's for you. Balaki Crotch. King of the (laughs) one-liners. (laughs) just Fun fact, uh, I said crotch by mistake when I was doing, when I was writing this with Alex yesterday and it was just going to be blocky crouch, but crotch was much more fun. Yeah. That's all. (laughs) All right. And then just on the fly right now, uh, when I was looking through the reviews before and somebody was like, this is like Inception. It's mm. not like Inception. It's nothing uh, like Inception. That's another movie that is like, okay, another possible inspiration. Not unique. That's all. Mm,
1: yeah.
0: All right, I've hated on this book enough. Crouch knows what he needs to do around me. Yeah. And that's that. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, let's move on to something more fun. We're gonna have another <laughs> mini segment of unlyrical lyrics. Holy whack, unlyrical lyrics, Andre. You're fucking right. And because this book was all about a stranger impersonating his doppelganger, you know, we're gonna in do, his own house. In his own house, we're gonna do "Stranger in My House" by Tamia. <laughs>
0: Yes, which is one of our favorite songs. We love this song, both of us simultaneously love it. Love, love, love. love. It was actually even uh, dedicated to me at a wedding. (laughs) Yes, it was. (laughs) I freaking love this song. (laughs) All right. So we are going to do a dramatic reading, as you know, we love to do, of this song. Alex, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. If you don't know the song, I'm sorry, because this is a really good one. Please pause here and listen to it. Get into it. Like, blast that in your car. That's all. (laughs) And then come back. Welcome back. (laughs) All right. I don't understand. You look just like the man. In the picture by our bed. The suspense is pounding and
1: clouding up my head. I'm checking your clothes and you wear the same size shoe. You sleep in his spot and you're driving his car.
0: But I don't know just who you are. There's a stranger in my house. It took a while to figure out. There's no way you could be who you say you are. You gotta be someone else. Cause he wouldn't touch me like that. And he wouldn't treat me like you do. You do. He would adore me. He wouldn't ignore me. So I'm convinced there's a stranger in my house. So I'm not sure who you are.
1: Don't see your shadow around when you walk? That's creepy. You leave with no kisses, goodbye with word with no words. If these walls could talk, they would
0: have nothing to tell. So what could it be? Is there someone imitating me? Could she be taking my place? Look me in the face and tell me that I'm wrong when I say. There's a stranger in my house. It took a while to figure out. There's no way you could be who you say you are. You gotta be someone else. Because he wouldn't touch me like that. And he wouldn't treat me like you do. You do. He would adore me. He wouldn't ignore me. So I'm convinced there's a stranger in my house. Pop quiz. Tell me where we first kissed. <laughs> Tell me where my spot is. Tell me if I liked it, loved it. Or could it be that the stranger is me? Have I changed so drastically? Is it I want more for me? And you remain the same. It took a while to figure out. Yeah, you can't be who you say you are. You gotta be someone else. Because he wouldn't touch me like that. And he wouldn't treat me like you do. He would adore me. He wouldn't ignore me. So I'm convinced there's a stranger in my house. Woo!
1: Took a while to figure out. It took a while to figure out. (laughs) You can't be who
0: you say you are. You gotta be someone else. He wouldn't touch me like that, and he wouldn't treat me like you do. He would adore me. He wouldn't ignore me. I'm convinced there's a stranger in my house.
4: Oh, ooh, ah, ooh, ooh, oh, yeah
0: perfect ending to that yo that got really intense yeah it did. This was I think this was our most intense yet uh, <laughs> I don't know if you could maybe because we have so much passion behind this song when we got to that part with pop quiz,
1: quiz. I, I could not, not sing it somehow and speak for I it. I know. So. <laughs> I could tell. I was like, she's just about to burst into song. <laughs> when she's when she,
0: As soon as Alex was like, pop quiz, I was like, pop.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Love this song. Love it. Yeah. It's such an oldie, but goodie.
1: Yeah. This song is incredible.
0: Yeah. That was a fun one. I'm, I'm really glad. Good job with that one.
1: Yeah. Yay
0: us. Yes. Yay. Woo. Woo. Yay Woo. to Mia. <laughs> Hey Tamia uh also just so you know if you're new to that song there are multiple versions there is the candlelight mm. original version which is excellent because she's got a beautiful voice yeah she does but we recommend the dance version because it's 100 there's it's only
1: good. one way to listen to that song and it's top volume while you just dance and sing along it's the only way to listen to that song yeah
0: you must scream sing learn the words and scream sing because that is the best way to listen to that song. Yeah.
1: Well,
0: all right. So next up, we have another mini segment, which is, well, we're titling, check your shelf before you wreck your shelf.
1: You better check your shelf before you wreck your shelf. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, so in this one, we are going to each list three books we think you should add to your TBR, three books we think you should remove from your TBR, and three books that are on our current TBR. So this way, maybe you not you might not have heard of them before, and you might be interested. So let's
1: go. All right. So for my three books that I think you should add to your TBR, I'm going to say Beartown by Frederick Bachman for my fiction lovers out there. It's an excellent book, excellent writing. I think you'll really enjoy it. For my romance lovers, it's gotta be book lovers. I adore this book and I've reread it a few times and I just still love it so much. And finally, I have Unwind. It's a YA dystopian by Neil Shusterman. Oh, I forgot to mention that book lovers is by Emily Henry. Unwind by Neil Shusterman. Excellent book, very disturbing. I read it years ago. I still think about it on a weekly basis. It disturbed me so much. Excellent writing, really well executed plot. I highly recommend it. And then I do have an honorable mention for my nonfiction lovers, Sapiens by Yuval Noah Harari. And I'm sorry if I didn't pronounce that correctly.
0: Uh, All of those sound really good. Yeah. I think I have two of them already on my TBR, but I want to definitely add that other one that you said
1: disturbed you. Unwind. Yes. Yes. It's it's really, really well done. Hmm. I'm interested in that.
0: Yeah. All right. So the three books that I have that I think you should add to your TBR are ones that you've definitely not heard of, or maybe you have, but most likely not. One of them is, I have it in my hand. I'm actually hugging it. Uh, One of the best books, in my opinion, I've ever read. It's called Home Going, and it's by Yagayasi. It is amazing. It is a collection of stories. It could They could all be standalone stories, but they all branch off of two people. So basically there's these two twin girls born in Africa. In the middle of the night, they get separated and one of them ends up going to the Americas and her descendants all end up in a slave trade situation in America. And then the other one stays in Africa and you get to see how her descendants are affected. So you get to see how each descendants are affected, whether they one was stayed where her roots were and the other one was removed entirely from her roots. It's excellent. All of the descendants are each chapter. It switches where it'll be from the two twins. One chapter, the next chapter will be, you know, her son or daughter um, and then so on and so forth it's really really good and very moving there's so many good themes in it uh, and just overall well researched and written and beautiful book I fully recommend that the next one I recommend is uh, Remo Dios and that is by Aurora levens Morales excellent amazing writer um, this whole this story about Remo Dios it's a collection of stories but one in particular um, within this is about maybe a little over a hundred pages and it's about the origin of women and it's just well written and beautifully written. And it goes through all historical events and puts women at the, at the forefront. And I, I recommend that. And then the last one I recommend is called One Thousand and One Nights by Hanan al-Sheikh. Uh, and that is a modern rewrite of Arabian Nights, which, as you know, like Aladdin and things like that, which was very demeaning to women because uh, it was most of the time either making fun of the female characters or using them in some derogatory fashion. This puts the women forefront as well. So all of my things today pretty much have to do with some kind of women empowerment. Uh,
1: yeah. You've so, mentioned all of these books to me. And definitely. I'm definitely I, interested in reading all of them. Yeah.
0: These are three books that I would recommend to everybody. I think everyone should read them, especially Homegoing. I feel like that that book is just should be like incorporated
1: in schools or something. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So All right.
0: All but right. there are books that we hate. So let's go. Yeah. <laughs> three We should think you should definitely take off of your TBR.
1: Yeah. So for me, I'm going to say It Starts With Us by Colleen Hoover. Honestly, anything by Colleen Hoover, in my opinion, but definitely It Starts With Us. If you did enjoy it, It Ends With Us. I don't think you'll like It Starts With Us. I don't know. I don't know who this book is for. It was really just, I think, a cash grab. And it was terrible and I hated it. Take it off. You don't need to read it. The second one I have is Iron Flame. I personally think that it does a disservice to the whole series. I didn't care for the writing. I hated the majority of the book. And I think you could probably skip it read some spoilers and just move on to the next book whenever she releases it finally i have haunting and hunting adeline by hd carlton i don't know who these books are for so i know it's a dark romance i have a big issue with calling these books romance at all because the main character is persistently raped throughout the Both books, and there's very little to no consent. And I just don't get it. I just don't understand why we're reading this and why we're perpetuating this idea that this is a romantic book. It's not, Mm -hmm. and it's very just deeply disturbing. And then my honorable mention here would be Caraval. I just didn't enjoy the series. I decided to stop after the second book. I don't get the hype. I think you can take them off your TBR and live a perfectly fine life without having read them.
0: Yeah. Check your warnings on. Haunting and haunting Adeline. Yeah, uh, Alex sent me them when we were considering it for Halloween era, mm-hmm. and they they were like four pages.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, I was like, this isn't for me. It's a ridiculous. I applaud list you of for triggers. actually reading
0: them both. Psycho. Yeah,
1: it was morbid curiosity. I honestly don't know why I did it to myself. Only be, I guess, because I'm just baffled because it gets so many highly reviews, like like high reviews on TikTok. People love these the series. I'm just like, I don't get it, and they love the main male character, and I'm like, he's an actual criminal. Like what he's doing is he should be in jail. And it just bothers me that people continue. If you enjoy that, I'm not judging you. I'm judging the fact that this book is marketed as a romance. This is not Mm. a romance book. So that's that's all. I'm very passionate about that. No, that's fine because I agree. Yeah.
0: Uh, This should come as no surprise. My first one is Dark Matter. Remove that shit. That's just my opinion, though. You know, but I mean, if you are into prose like myself you won't like it. Just move on. I, I'm agreeing with Alex 100%. Anything from The Hooves, with maybe the exception <laughs> of Verity, just remove any other book, because especially just her romance ones, because boo. Mm-hmm. Boo. Uh, no. <laughs> and yeah. then I, I was going to say <laughs> I was gonna say Iron Flame yeah. actually. Yeah. Because you know what? It really ruined it ruined Fourth Wing. Fourth Wing was excellent and it ruined Fourth Wing for me. Uh so like Alex said, exactly that. If if you haven't read it yet, maybe cliff notes some things or something and just read the last hundred pages. Yeah. And that's fine. That's it.
1: Yeah. Go listen to our podcast episodes and then you can just skip it and go to the next book, in my opinion. I don't yeah. think there's enough to make you have to sit through that absolute torture of a book.
0: Yeah, the more I think about it, the angrier I get. So. I
1: know. <laughs> Obviously, because
0: right. we still, bring yeah. It up. <laughs> I know. We will continue to rant about this. Bitter pants. <laughs> very, very bitter. All right. And then uh, three on our current TBR to share. Alex, you go first.
1: All right. So I have The Will of the Many by James Islington. I'm very excited. I really want to read this book. I've heard nothing but great things. And it's just something I'm really excited to read. It is a fantasy, a political fantasy from what I've seen. And I think it's also takes place in an academic setting. Sword of Kaigon gon by ML Wong. Once again, I've heard that this is an amazing standalone fantasy and I. Honestly, I've had it on my TBR for about six months now, and I keep going like itching to read it. So I think I'm going to read that soon. I'm really excited about it. And then finally, I have Scythe by the same author actually who wrote Unwind, Neil Shusterman. This has been on my TBR for years. I've been seeing a resurgence of it lately and people saying that it's absolutely amazing. It's something I really want to give a chance to. I did really enjoy his writing in Unwind. So that's going to be at the top of my list for this year. And then honorable mention for Tress of the Emerald Sea by Brandon Sanderson, because we keep saying we're going to read it and we haven't yet. It's not oh another God. standalone fantasy. Apparently all these were fantasies for me, but... It's my genre. I love it. Not not a standalone.
0: I'm pretty sure it has a, a series with it. No,
1: it's a standalone. I'm pretty sure it's a series, but we'll we'll
0: look into that. But what I do know about it, and it's also on my TBR, I'm very excited about reading it. But um what I did learn about it is that he originally wasn't gonna publish it. He wrote it for his wife. And his oh. wife was like, You must publish this book.
1: Oh, really? Interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's then a, he turns it
0: into a series. I'm pretty sure
1: it is a standalone, but it takes place in the universe of one of his other series, the Cosmere. I don't know how to yes. pronounce the series. Yes. So it takes there place in that universe, but it's a standalone book. Okay.
0: But yeah, I thought that was really interesting about the whole uh, he wrote it for his wife and his wife yeah. was like, what's wrong with you? You must publish this. It's yeah, amazing. That's,
1: that's really sweet too. Yeah.
0: Knowing that in mind is why it's also pushed up. In my list. I want to read that so bad. Um, because it wasn't like you know, for our eyes only. It was for her eyes only, meant originally. So I want to read that. Yeah, that's cute. Uh, one of the main books, Alex's been hearing this from my mouth constantly, but I want to read Ask for Andrea so (laughs) freaking bad. Yep. Uh, who wrote that? I don't have the author. I'll pull it up. Okay. Well, Alex is gonna get that to pull up. Uh, it is available right now on KU. So if you have Kindle Unlimited, you can get it right now. I've already downloaded it. I'm very excited to read it. It just sounds interesting and different. Basically, it is uh, a revenge story uh, where uh, victims of a serial killer come together for revenge. And I'm all
1: about that. The author is Noelle Ely, I-H-L-I, Ely? I-H-L-I?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That sounds about right. Okay. Well, that sounds amazing to me. I want to read that like as soon as possible. Another book that I recommend is Before I Let Go, or at least I will hopefully recommend it. I don't know, but it's on my TBR. Uh, Before I Let Go is by, I have it right here. Kennedy Uh, Ryan. Kennedy Ryan, yes. Yeah. And it sounds so good. It's like second chance romance. We will be uh, re-reading that on the podcast next month. And I'm very, very excited. Very excited to start that. I cannot wait. Yeah. Uh, I've heard really good things. And then honorable mentions are anything from Alice Feeney. I'm dying to read from her more from Lucinda Berry. Dying to read more of her. Yeah. Uh, And those are thrillers. But another fantasy would be um, the Red Rising series, which I keep talking about. And I must Mm -hmm. read immediately because I hear nonstop amazing things. Yeah. I need
1: it. I think that's also <laughs> a a sci fi fantasy, which is cool too. And I think so too. Yeah, that's by Pierce Brown, and yes, that's Pierce Brown. That's on sorry. my list as well. That's okay. Um, that's on my list as well. So. I know we both yeah. really want to read that bad.
0: We do. Series. It's just an investment of time because it's, I think, up to six books or something right yeah, now, isn't
1: it? It's a trilogy, dude. Every time you talk about the series, it's you add a trilogy. You add another book to it. It's a trilogy. Not, bro. There's like it, five. There's not. Hold on. I'm looking it up. I'm wrong. You were right. One, I know. Two, three, four. <laughs> Hold on, because I was pretty sure that this was. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's not a trilogy. I'm sorry about that. I really yeah, thought it was a trilogy. Sh- I'm, I'm dying sorry. to read this series. I've I've stalked the series. <laughs> I don't know I'm why well I'm stalking the series. Why did I think that? I could have I sworn know. somebody told me it was a trilogy. All right, it doesn't matter. There are six books. Lightbringer is the sixth one. So <laughs> sorry, sorry. Me kiss my hand. <laughs>
0: Well, I think out of all of those, uh, the f- no, no, I want to read them all. So never yeah. mind. I was going to suggest some kind of order. No. Yeah. Chaotic. My, my reading style is chaotic because well, if I have an order, I will immediately skip down because I don't, I rebel against myself. Okay.
1: Well, Ask for Andrea and Before I Let Go are both potential podcast books for next month. So most likely we will be reading those at least. So, yeah. And I think we actually talked about doing The Will of the Many as a potential book club book. So you might... Hear us talking about some of these books in the future. Yay. Yeah. All right. Well, for our game this week, we're going to build a, an alternate reality. So we'll each describe what our ideal alternate reality would look like. But to give each other a little bit of a challenge, we each have to give each other five things that their reality has to include. All right. So you're going to first because go- you made me go first last time. Absolutely not. Okay. So it is your
0: coin. Fine. <laughs> fine. <laughs> All right. So... Describe what your ideal alternate reality would look like. Uh, Five things I have to give you. Here we go. Uh, A lamppost. Okay. A pogo stick. Okay. Unicorn meat. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) The foxtrot dance.
3: Okay. (laughs)
1: And squirrel feces. What is wrong with you? All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So in my alternate reality, we would still be on Earth, but our primary mode of transportation is pogo stick. So whenever people are commuting, you're not seeing cars, you're not seeing trains, buses, planes, you're seeing pogo sticks. And that's how people get around. But you do have to be careful. There's an infestation of squirrels in this alternate reality. They're everywhere. They've really learned how to populate. And they've learned how to, you know, without cars, there's a lot less dead squirrels around. So but what you do need to be mindful of is the squirrel feces on your pogo stick, because it can really mess up your day, it can really mess up your stick. And so she he said. And you just need to be careful. All right. So everybody gets along for the most part in this alternate reality. It's kind of like a nice euphoria with the exception of one group of people. And these are the people that insist on eating unicorn meat. They're kind of like the Voldemort's of this reality. He wants to drink unicorn blood. They want to eat unicorn meat. It's delicacy. Everybody is against this. These people do it. So they're the main conflict in this reality. And in order to fight them, there has to be a dance off. So everybody has to do the foxtrot dance and whoever can do it the best while on pogo sticks will succeed in determining whether eating unicorn meat will officially be outlawed. Once that outcome is determined, there will be a celebration. Everyone will gather in the town square there'll be a nice little town square in each little area of this world and there'll be a lamppost at the center of each square everybody first there'll be a lighting of the lamppost kind of like the Times square lighting of the tree they'll light the lamppost and everybody will dance around it and just have a jolly good time and the squirrels are invited They'll partake in this as well. Everybody that you can think of has a pet squirrel. Once again, you got to be aware of the feces, you know, just clean up after them, you know, be a responsible pet owner, be a responsible squirrel owner and a squirrel ally in this universe. And this alternate reality would be called Pogo Squirrel.
0: (laughs) Pogo Squirrel. (laughs) Yeah. Slogan, watch out for them feces. (laughs) You did really well with that. Thank you. I, I threw some left fields at you, but you did it pretty well. I loved the lighting of the lamppost. Thank you. See you. That it was excellent. At the lighting of the lamppost, I was like, that sounds lovely. I want to go.
1: <laughs> see? Because it's a nice euphoric kind of little reality where we just celebrate lampposts and pogo sticks and squirrels. Like, I, I, I live there. What if I just ate,
0: you know, and now I'm jumping on my pogo stick? That
1: sounds, you know, lit. Be a responsible pogo stick driver. <laughs> <laughs> Just like you have to be a responsible car driver. <laughs> Stick responsibly. Yeah. Don't don't pogo while drunk. Don't pogo while super full. Don't pogo where you shouldn't go go. Right. Learn to pogo or no go. Right.
0: All right. We are so awful.
1: <laughs> All right. All right, Alex. Give Your me five. five things. All right. First one is a lightning bolt. The second one is a curtain rod. The third one is a G6 airplane.
0: She so specific specific. I couldn't say that. I was like specific. Specific. <laughs>
1: um, the fourth <laughs> one is a raggedy Ann doll. And the fifth one is a oh, harpoon. Wow. A harpoon. Yeah. All right. All right. So in my alternate
3: reality,
0: the sky is not blue. It's pink. A beautiful pink. Beautiful. Yep. Think about when you've looked outside and the sun is setting and you just see that beautiful pinky orange sky. That's all the time. All the time. There's always rainbows. Uh, There are always unicorns. Absolutely. Um, Nobody eating unicorn meat up in here. Uh, Good. However, um, there is this one issue. Whenever it rains, these giant lightning bolts come out of the sky, which sounds like normal. That sounds like our reality. Only in this reality, it doesn't rain water. It rains raggedy and They just <laughs> come flying down from the clouds. And they're all over the place. You know? and sounds so like, annoying because people like they are drowning in raggedy and sometimes, you know, and the next day people have to pick them up. It's a whole problem, okay? They always have to set them on fire. Raggedy Ann dolls like, up and blaze, you know, it's all crazy. Uh, sometimes they just drop bombs from G6 airplanes on these dolls, you know, it, just, it gets intense. But other than that, um, you know, the Raggedy Ann dolls do actually somehow in this alternate reality make the flowers grow. So they are important. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Somehow they don't crush them when they fall. They they make them grow. All right. Interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, You know, a lot of the times people will be inside their houses, they'll look look out from their curtains uh, and they'll see the Raggedy Ann dolls and then they'll help out. You know, they're going to have to go out there every time and they take their own lightning rods or harpoons or whatever they got and they'll start picking up these Raggedy Ann dolls, you know, and they'll start just, you know, helping out and um, cleaning up the streets. But other than this Raggedy Ann doll situation... Uh, this is the perfect reality. It's beautiful all the time. It's delightful. You walk out and there's just rainbows as roads, you know, like Mario style, you know, rainbow road, literally rainbows for roads. It is delightful. Love that. You walk out and um, daisies and beautiful flowers just fly at you and just collect on you. Um, It's a magical place and nobody is ever upset or angry. Even when the Raggedy Hand dolls come They're not mad about it, uh, you know, because they will put them all into one pile on each street, on each rainbow street, uh, set it on on fire and have it like, you know, a siesta every night, like a little fiesta. Uh, And everybody comes out. They sing some beautiful songs. You know, the unicorns come out and trot. It's just wonderful. (laughs) And it's a fantasy place because there are not just humans in this world or animals, but there are uh, not centaurs but unicorn people i don't know what they're called but they live there and they're wonderful and they're the ones that make up the government
1: so is it like body of a horse torso of a man or woman but with a horn on their head gotcha okay but there's also the really elders have unicorn heads and human bodies that's honestly that's a little disturbing
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know but that's how it was in their day you know things are different now
1: Gotcha, okay. gotcha. They're making All some right. changes to That's the physiology. Correct. That's correct. Okay. Uh
0: and then of course this reality world is called It's Rain and Ann <laughs>
1: Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, that could be my mom's theme song. <laughs> it's <laughs> raining. It's Raggedy Ann. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yep. man. All would you right. Go there? Would you check out my alt- uh, My alternative reality? I would definitely check it out. I think I would hate the Raggedy Ann rain because that just sounds a little painful. And also they're a little scary looking to me. I know. So mm-hmm. it's a little disturbing. And I think the, the people with the unicorn heads and human bodies would freak me out a little bit. But I would definitely visit. I would have yeah, fun. You don't usually see them because when you do, you know, they're the government. They're on TVs
0: and stuff like that. So you only see the unicorn head talking at you
1: you don't okay. see their body do they so- do they speak the language of the humans or the language of the unicorns or does everybody both. speak the language? oh they because okay. everyone there speaks both okay all right you cool. know
0: it would sound odd to us because they would be like nah, everybody you know it would be really strange for us <laughs> okay. but for them
1: it's completely normal <laughs> i mean it should be it's their world but okay <laughs> all right that's enough of that. all right yeah all right. well with that
0: <laughs> Would you guys go to either of those places? Let us know. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, let's go to Doug, and then we'll come back for the upcoming. And now, a healthy
2: chug of Doug. What's going on, guys? How's everybody doing today? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. You know, I went to the gym. Got a good workout in. I'm pretty sore right now. i am got to tell you, body's, uh, body's hurting. Ah! hurting. <laughs>
3: Oh, it's a deep burn. Oh, it's so deep. Ah. Oh, I could barely lift my right arm because I did so many.
2: Ah, uh, oh man, that was good. No, uh, but what's going on? We, uh, how's everybody doing? I was, uh, I was informed by a little birdie that there was, um, a comment made about me on today's podcast about me not knowing what reindeers are. Uh, I have an argument that deer, there's no such thing as reindeer, and they're only Santa Claus's thing. and, uh, yeah, I probably did say that. Knowing me, I, I definitely said that, you yeah. yeah, so know? i
3: think we're not- I am
2: Reindeer deer, same thing. No one cares. Let's get into more important issues. Um Sony, we need to we need to have a conversation because I'm getting way too many offensive chat warnings, alright? I'm not even saying anything that bad. I'm talking to my friends, I'm not even talking to other people I don't know. I'm talking to my friends, alright? And if they're playing like trash, I need to let them know that they're playing like trash. You gotta hurl some insults at them to get them to start playing better.
3: we have done studies, you know, 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense.
2: So new thing, I'm gonna have you guys, uh, well... I'm going to give you guys updates on uh, my calorie intake because I'm going to try to gain maybe like 20 pounds, and I don't know. We're going to try to do it by May. <laughs> Sounds pretty hard, but we're going to do it. I'm at 190 right now. We're going to get over to 210. It's going to it's gonna be a hard journey, but I'm going to do it because I have faith in myself, and if you ain't first, you're last.
3: Cool for career day, came. He said, if you ain't first, you're last. Oh, hell, Ricky. I was high when I said that. But that doesn't make any sense at all. You're first, you're last. You, You can be second. You can be third, fourth. Hell, you can even be fifth.
0: Stay tuned for the next Manly Minute, where you can get tips about sports, working out, reading, gaming, and other fun topics. Just a reminder to stay after the episode for some bloopers and bonus content. All right. Join us again this Tuesday, January 30th, One will review Remarkably Bright Creatures, another book I recommend. Uh, It's a contemporary fiction novel by debut author Shelby Van Pelt. And then again next Thursday,
1: February 1st, for another potty episode. And remember that we're starting our book club, No Shelf Control. Our first book will be The Frozen River by Ariel Lahan. And we'll be potentially doing a TikTok Live to review that book on January 30th. If so, we'll announce that time and date on TikTok. And we will be releasing a mini-sode potentially on January 31st.
0: That's right. Also on January 31st will be our Book of the Month regular episode as scheduled for January, uh, which will be Rebecca Ross's Ruthless Vows, the highly anticipated sequel to Divine Rivals. Yep. So. All right.
1: (laughs) We're looking forward to all that.
0: (laughs) All right. So you guys have... Have yourselves a great grand day. All right. Go embellish some shit and
1: <laughs>
0: don't get <laughs> schmaltzy. Don't get schmaltzy with us. All right. Yeah. And we will see you soon. Bye. Bye.
3: We had a good conversation. Right? <laughs>
0: For everyone just tuning in, this is what you can expect from our podcast. We'll be releasing new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. And we'll have a new book of the month on the last Wednesday of every month.
1: We encourage you to reach out to us with thoughts, ideas, questions, and feedback. You can reach us at she's all booked podcast at gmail.com. As always, all books we review will be available at our link in bio or by visiting linktr.ee slash she's all booked. We do make a small commission from any purchases you make using that link. So thank you to all who support us.
0: And of course, we want to say thank you to all of our listeners. We really appreciate each and every one of you. If no one told you today, you're important and valued. You belong here. You're doing great. And we believe in you.
1: This chapter may be over.
0: But the story goes on. So stick a bookmark in us. Ouch. And we'll see you in the next one. (laughs)
3: I'm nothing. I'm a failure in the eyes of the prophet. Ah! Hey! Dude, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Go away!
4: Dude, this is my room. Go away, I said. Dad, Tom Cruise won't come out of the closet. What? Tom Cruise locked himself in my closet. He won't come out.
3: Mr. Cruise? Mr. Cruise, come out of the closet. No. Come on, Mr. Cruz, this is ridiculous. I'm never coming out! What did you say to him?
4: I just told him I thought Napoleon Dynamite guy is a better actor than he is.
3: Oh, boy. (laughs) Mr. Cruz, you can't just stay in the closet, all right? You need to come out. What's going on? Tom Cruise won't come out of the closet. What? Just leave me alone! Well, we can't leave you alone because you won't come out of the closet! It's It's been four hours now, and Tom Cruise still will not come out of the closet. Hundreds of onlookers have gathered here in hopes that the celebrity will finally give in. Tom! Hey, Tom, it's John Travolta. Oh, hey, John. Tom, you gotta come out of the closet. Oh, my God. I'm still not exactly sure why Tom Cruise is in the closet, but I'm being joined now by famous singer-songwriter R. Kelly. Well, I was just standing here, and Tom Cruise locked himself in the closet. I asked myself, why won't Tom Cruise just come out the closet? And nobody has no answers. And so I pull out my gun! (laughs) Tell me why Tom Cruise in the closet, or else I'm gonna shoot someone! If Tom Cruise and John Devota don't come out the closet, I'm gonna cap this bitch! Park County Police have decided to try a new method. Now, I've been asked to come up here... Get you both out of the closet. Man, this is some crazy s Why won't you both just come out the closet? And they said, we're not not coming coming out the closet. So so you can just go away. But everyone wants you out the closet. That That doesn't doesn't matter because we're going to stay. Now I'm starting to get angry. So I pull out my gun. I'm going to give you count of three to open this closet door. One, I'm going to shoot you both, 2 I'm going to cap some bitch free now i'm in the closet now i'm in the closet too so you get nothing you lose good day sir thanks for listening to my mommy and me alec bye